Unchained Rock Show, All Talk with Steve Harrison. You're listening to the Unchained Rock Show here on ARFM with me, Steve Harrison. Now, it uh, gives me great pleasure to introduce my next guest, uh, an absolute stalwart of uh, old school uh, death metal. I think it's been described, whether he likes it or not, being described as old school. Uh, I'm pretty sure that we'll soon find out. Set to release uh, a second album in uh, a quite uh, uh, sort of quick succession from the first, which is what I like because I'm of an old school variety. It gives me great pleasure to be talking to the one and only Carl Willits from Memoriam. Carl, how you doing? I'm great there, Steve. It's a pleasure to be here and be talking to you on this good, fine, wet and windy evening <laughs> here in Birmingham. So, uh, Indeed. Yes, and you're right, we are the old. We are putting the old back into old school. So, yeah, <laughs> I totally heartily agree with your uh, I, I, I'm of a certain age as well, Carl, so uh, I was uh, brought up on good old Nwabim uh, back in the days of uh, Raven, Tank, Anvil, Saxon. My first gig yeah. was 1980, so I am of that sort of uh, era. There you Where, go, good man, good man. Pro- proper old school, old, yeah. old school, like well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I was very fortunate because I had an older brother that used to take me to uh, all the gigs and it were, uh, he, uh, he'd go and then it would always be mum and my dad saying, well, you can take uh, our Stephen as well. So uh, I was quite well, fortunate. Now, that's it. What a, what a good introduction to the whole music uh, scene then. You were uh, introduced well. That's yeah, good. Absolutely. <laughs> Abso- absolutely. Yes. So uh, Memoriam, uh, The Silent Vigil, uh, set to be released on March the 23rd. Um, so uh, tell us a little bit about it, Carl, because as I say, it does, uh, it's come around uh, relatively quick in, um, I suppose, in, in terms of uh, for the Fallen's release last year. But as I say, I'm of that old school where bands used to sort of put out, you know, one, two, three albums in sort of 12, 18 months. That's it. I mean, that's exactly what we are trying to do here. Right. In line with what you were you said in your introduction we are very much an old school death metal band that is the genre of music we know <laughs> the genre of music we love and the the, uh, the only thing we know and love really to be put brutally and painfully honest <laughs> right. uh, and you know we come from a time you know when uh, we first started putting music out in the late 80s, you know, mid to late 80s. And, yeah. and, you know, that was a very prolific time of, uh, of, of albums being released, as it always is with, with bands when they start up, you know. Yeah. Bands do t- generally tend to have a very, you know, fast turnaround of of putting out albums. And, and the whole concept of doing Memoriam for us is really, uh, call it a mid to late life crisis (laughs) Uh, we are all about trying to recreate and get back in touch with the feelings that we had when we were very first starting out in the industry and that's really primarily what Memoriam is all about is trying to touch base recreate the feelings that kind of creativity that's yeah. that sheer joy in creating music that we had you know when we were in our you know early 20s you yeah. know late teens early 20s yeah. and um that's the basic principle of what we're trying to achieve and that's why we are in the process of releasing another album uh, for pretty much one year after the release of our debut album uh, so yeah for the forum was released yeah. around about march the 19th of uh 2017 and yeah. again you know we're here with our second album 
in the offing and um, to be released in a couple of weeks' time. So, yeah, we're really excited about the way, about the way things are going. Yeah. You know, yeah. We are following that principle of, of move fast. You know, life is short. Indeed. You know what's around the corner. Let's do as much as we can while we can and enjoy it as much as we as possible yeah. that's, that's really what we're all about yeah absolutely I mean I've been very fortunate to have a, a preview copy uh, of the album The Silent Vigil and I've got to say it, it's a cracker as well now you know it's uh, in the sort of some of the liners it talks about uh, it's sort of t- you know trying to capture that um, I suppose yeah, the rawness um, mm. uh, and sort of authentic I mean um, I mean how do you sort of feel when people say oh it's the old school it's you know you capturing that sort of authentic rawness of, do you know what what sort of what yeah, sort of images yeah. does it sort of bring well, to mind? That's it. Well, we, we are kind of pretty much in the, in the position where you know we tend not to dwell too much on yeah. things that we do. We we are very you know very aware of moving forward forward at a fast pace. It's what we want to do. We've yeah. got we've called we've got kind of a trilogy in mind. Uh, for the albums really explore the process of grief that's what the first album was born from that's what yeah. memoriam was born from was that yeah. from the experience of losing people that are close to you yeah indeed you yeah. know uh, i mean you know it's well documented that uh, you know we lost uh, my friend martin kitty gerns yeah. in september 2015 and that yeah. was the catalyst for a start in the band you know frank also lost his dad around that time yeah so you know the first album was very much about the initial phase of the grieving process uh and this album kind of like moves yeah, sequentially along within that process, yeah. you know, a year further on, and explores maybe maybe the next process within that phase. Uh, so I think this next album, The Silent Vigil, is a bit more of an angrier album. Right. Um, it's a bit more direct in many respects. It's a bit more... Um, I don't know, we've got beyond that kind of initial phase of, 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 the, of the shock and the sorrow... And it starts to question things. So right. there's a lot of more, the, the lyrics specifically are uh, a lot more reflective about the world that we live in and, and things happening in the world yeah. and questioning those those issues that are all around us. But as, as you say, you know, going back to the question, which is about the rawness of the um, of the album. Yeah, we, we, we definitely trying to achieve that kind of like, do it, move on create something new yeah i think too much bands often kind of tinker about <laughs> mess around go back um change things alter things maybe that should be a little bit better once we do something yeah it's done yeah we move on to the next the next thing that we're going to be doing yeah you know and because because in many respects you lose a lot of the initial impact and the feeling yeah, yeah. and the author, as you said, the authenticity yeah. uh, and the sincerity as well of, of the delivery of what you're doing as yeah. well. Um, I think that's really important to encapsulate that. And that really is what the old school death metal sounds all about is yeah. trying to um, get that rawness and get that, get that, that kind of almost yeah. recreate an album that you can play live in many respects yeah, that's yeah. what we're trying to do yeah. uh, I mean album is just really a reflection of what you can achieve in the live um, environment and that's what we're trying to do and, and you know already at this stage when we were recording um, the first album um, we, we all we already had the ideas and two or three songs roughly mapped out for this album The Silent right. Vigil and we're at that stage now with the third album we've already got two or three songs basically lined up oh, right, which okay. we've got in, in the mix ready yeah. for the next album in the trilogy of albums that we've got planned for this 
grief exploration right. ex- experiment yeah. that we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, it's a, it's a really exciting um, place to be in. It's it's for me uh, being in a band is is all about being creative yeah. and you know writing material. I, I missed that for a long time. Yeah, with, with my former band, we'd almost got to that point where you know the creativity, the creative spark had, had kind of been uh, extinguished in many respects. We right. got to that point where we'd used the, the formula that had worked so successfully over 30 years yeah, yeah. so well that we kind of got to that point where there was not much more we could do with it. But with Memoriam, we have got no restrictions. There is like a blank canvas to yeah. what we do here. We can explore and try out different things and different sounds and tones and textures and lyrical themes. So we have a really wide um, creative, you know, palette to you yeah. and uh that is as, as, as an artist as a musician it's a it's a fantastic place to be in yeah yeah especially um at, at my age as well you know that, that is a big um influence yeah because i've got a lot of experience of life yeah, yeah, yeah and the music so that all all that all comes into what we do and yeah, it's, it's, it's a fantastic um, opportunity. Yeah. I'm very privileged to be in this position. I mean, it's, in, it's interesting then that you sort of draw that sort of new, I suppose, inspiration, motivation uh, uh, through, uh, through I suppose, yeah, grief, as you mentioned there. And that was the sort of catalyst for, I suppose, what, reigniting a spark to, for creative ideas. Uh, I, know, I mean, obviously, we're talking there from, you know, uh, without a shadow of a doubt, you know, Bolt Thrower and the, and the legacy that, uh, that Bolt Thrower uh, has uh, mm. as a, as a, as a defining band, certainly, uh, you know, the UK. So, uh, yeah. I mean, those ideas that were generated out from that then obviously materialising in memoriam. So would it be fair to say that that was the catalyst to reinstigate that? Uh, totally. That I mean, totally. We, we, we're very aware and very proud of our musical heritage. Yeah. You know, each individual member of the band, yeah, is, yeah. You know, the, the benediction contact, the, the sacrilege with Frank, you know, me and Wow with, with our bolt throw thing. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the heritage is, is very, we're very proud of that. And we'll never decry what we did in, in the past. And that's always going to be part of us. We're always going to take that forward. Yeah. You know, and we're always going to have that comparison. You know? yeah. and, and we were very aware of that with the first album uh, for the fall. And, and, and in many respects, that album was created uh, within the shadows of our previous bands, yeah. kind of almost in a way held by some of the chains of the past yeah, yeah. from the previous bands. But what I think the big sea change and progression for this new album, um, The Silent Vigil, is the fact we've managed to move away from that. We are now at a point where we are creating our own identity. We're moving away from the expectations yeah. of what people wanted or felt that they we we do and we have created our own identity now yeah. and we, we we are a band of our own of our in our own right which yeah it just yeah it takes a bit of time to do that yes for people to kind of get around that because you know with 30 years of bolt throw was a was a, a very um long lasting legacy to leave behind yeah. and you know well you know, i'm not going to ever decry that it was a fantastic time and a great period in my life but uh, now is now and yeah. um you have to move forward in your life to to create some good times, some enjoyment, some some uh, some pleasure, some joy in our lives. Yeah. And really, that's what we're trying to do with, with Memoriam, and um, it works. Yeah. And yeah, that, that chemistry involved with us is, is something special as well. It's kind of a we're all really good old friends, you know, and, and that's something you can't buy. It's just it's a genuine kind of real kind of 
feel which yeah. which she gets and i think that kind of transpires in our live performance and that the people feed off that yeah that. they understand that a lot of people that come to our shows or, or follow memorial or buy records understand where we're coming from they know where we're born from they know that you know what's happened to us and why we're doing this and, yeah. and they understand that and they appreciate that you know a lot of people i find it hard to call the people that like our music fans because they in a way kind of without sounding cheesy sound they feel like family in many respects because yeah. They've grown up listening to our music over the past 20, 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah. And, and they've grown listening to the songs that we've created in the past. And this exciting time with Memoriam, Memoriam is just an extension of that. It's a, it's a growth on from that and yeah. a chance to, to be able to move forward. And people want that and appreciate that and can go with that. And, and that's really why we're in this position. It's yeah. without, without their support and, and help and... and uh, admiration in this it, it wouldn't ever happen so yeah, yeah. We're, very, we're, we're very privileged and we do appreciate that support that we get yeah. and understand and uh, and take that on board so does it feel like there's sort of no pressure then you know it's, is it almost like I remember sort of being being in a band as a kid is it almost that sort of new exciting feel there's no pressure you've got those experiences uh, that are really sort of contributing to, to what you're trying to achieve and obviously the sort of the, the pace at which you're working you're already talking about the, the third album in the trilogy sort of mm. Gives people no time to sort of try and I'll, I'll use the phrase sort of to drag back or sort of dig up that sort of retrospective of all oh, the links to a bolt throw a benediction. It's yeah. like no, it's about memorial. It's about now. It's about absolutely. It's I, about I, the future. I do throw in the occasional bolt thrower lyrical twist yeah, into yes. uh, into. That. I yeah, always yeah. use that because it's really important sometimes to draw and cast back to the past yeah. just to kind of make sense of where you're at right now to move forward into the future. So I always throw the odd occasional classic popular line in there, which people grasp onto and think, ah, yes, I recognize that. And <laughs> it, kind of, it grounds what we're doing. It makes sense what we're doing. But yeah, I mean, it, it's for me, this is, this is a really, um, it's a new experience as well. Cause I've never been in a position where I've started a band from fresh. Right. You know, I've always, I've, you know, when I joined Bolt Throw, they'd already done their demos. Yeah. They'd already done a John Peel session. They got a record deal. They were about to record the first album when I joined the band. Yeah. So for me, this whole experience of starting a band from new at the age of 50 <laughs> yeah. is an amazingly new, exciting experience. And it's all kind of done on our own terms. We, we are defining what we do. We pick and choose uh, what we want to do with with memoriam so we're using a lot of the ethos that we had with uh with our former bands that worked really well and yeah. then we're just doing trying out different things and new things and new formats uh, one thing that really adds to the equation of what we're doing is scott scott fairfax right. i mean he's a an amazing kind of discovery a fantastic guitarist yeah. and um he you know he's 10 years younger than us he's, he's from a, like a different generation a different sphere of influence kind of, uh, in his style of playing. Yeah, yeah. And that's what makes us very much so. I mean, a lot of the songs that, that are totally built on the riffs that he's got in his, uh, well, I, I refer to as his million-dollar riff vault, which is, <laughs> He's got all these riffs that he's had stored up, which he's maybe done versions of with other bands in the past, but yeah. never really kind of... Um, achieved you know a certain you know level with um so yeah we're using a lot of these new ideas which blend with the old school kind of like my vocals and 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 uh whale style of playing and and frank structuring and bass playing so it, it all you know mixes together and creates what is memoriam which which, which really really works yeah. and and um 
It's exciting times. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And of course, I, I mean, you know, it's it's all you mentioned there about the the way that uh, the music co- is constructed, the way that the album's been produced. It's about sort of maintaining that authenticity live as well. So obviously, yeah. live. Uh, what can we expect from Memorial? Obviously, got um, Bloodstock in the in the UK uh, Ooh, later on yeah. this year. So uh, yeah. what about uh, live dates? Because obviously, I see that you're doing sort of uh, European dates, festivals, etc. So what can we expect around? The, the UK in 2018 onwards. Yeah, well, I mean, we, we are never a band that are going to jump on a tour coach no, and do no. yep. a six-week, uh, <laughs> you know, European tour uh, yeah. or a, a two-month tour of South America. You know, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. in many respects, we've kind of done that in the past. Yeah. We enjoyed it. It was brilliant and all, yeah, a fantastic experience. But, yeah, got the T-shirt, read, read the book. Absolutely, yeah. We all are at this point in our lives where we've got di- different responsibilities we've got jobs we've got kids i've got two young children we've got a little little girl that's six little boy that's four so yeah. you know we have different things going on in our lives so we generally tend to um do things that suit us yeah which absolutely, basically yeah. involves doing gigs at weekends yeah from my experience doing uh playing a gig at the art in the arse end of Wales on a Tuesday night is never really a brilliant yeah. experience, yeah, with it to, to half a dozen people. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we, uh, yeah, everyone tends to go out the weekends these yeah. days. That's, that's the way it is. So we are picking and choosing what we want to do. So we're doing a selection of kind of shows. We've got, we've already got about, oh, about 20 shows lined up for this year. Yeah. Um, we've already done HRH Birmingham, which yes. is a good starting point for us. Yeah. Uh, last weekend, um, we played a show in Dresden. Uh, this next weekend, we're doing um, a little short tour, which is really, this is what we like doing, which is like sh- short tours of maybe three or four shows yeah. in very small club venues in, yeah. in, in mainland. So we're playing a gig in Belgium, a gig in Germany, and a gig in Holland over yeah. three days, over a weekend. And that's really what we've got lined up. Yeah. Of course, alongside that, we've got uh, some of the nice big um, festivals. I say you mentioned there, Bloodstock. We're doing the Friday there. We we chose to do the Friday because we wanted to play. We want well, actually, we wanted to go and see Judas Priest. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the reason we chose that day. Um, they offered us, uh, I think, a five o'clock slot on a Saturday, but we said no. Nah, we want to play Friday. It was a Friday. We're on a early on a Friday, which is great. Um, and of course, we're playing Hellfest, which is again a big, you know, um, major European yeah. festival. Yeah. So there's a nice spread. We we, we generally tend to kind of do. A spread of small independent festivals, yeah. Larger corporate festivals, which generally we don't like, but you know we yeah. do the odd one here and there. Yeah. But club shows is, is where it's at for us. Yeah. yeah. But it's always going to be on a, on our terms. We we, we book all our sh- our gigs ourselves. Yeah. We're not financially dependent on Memoriam as a source of income, so we are in that kind of position where we can choose to do the things that we want to do. Absolutely, the places yeah. we want to play, yeah. which is great. You know, it's really good, you know, healthy to do that as well. Yeah, we definitely. choose, we choose on our own terms. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, that's the that's the benefits of uh, the significant experience that you've got between you as, as a band, and also being yes. in sort of you know that, that total control about uh, about what you do, when you do it, where you do it, and who you do it with, as the old saying goes. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a great position, and, and yeah, it really, I think that's 
it's all down to yeah where we are at within within the music scene. And that's yeah, entirely lies down to our heritage and, and past. You know, we we're not we have, we started out you know with a hike up the ladder in many respects, which yeah. is yeah always a good. And we've got Nuclear Blast behind us, which is a fantastic record label to yeah. sign to. They've been nothing but uh, entirely supportive yeah. of what we've done since we've signed them on since the word go yeah and uh my they really in a way reinstated my faith in the whole music industry right in many respects yeah. <laughs> because of their their completely positive attitude to yeah. everything we do so it's great yeah it's funny because when, when i've spoken to sort of uh, lots of other bands various labels nuclear blast always to be honest uh it does seem to be sort of the standout that everybody sort of says the same thing that they sort of do they get the idea about each band in their own individuality there's never yeah. Any, there's never yeah. any pressure and it's always like you know they fully support what you what you want to achieve which is I suppose is what you want from a label really yeah, well, yeah, than, yeah, yeah. You know. for, for me that it, my without you know sounding too negative you know my history of, of within the music industry is always it's always felt in a, many respects that it's band which is the record label to achieve success yeah but um, without sounding cheesy yeah being on the it almost feels like being in a family, in many right. respects, they do support you for whatever you do, um, and and are totally behind everything. And that purely comes from from Marcus, the guy that runs it. Yeah, you know, Marcus has, has been doing this for you know 30, 35 years yeah. of his life, and it, it, the passion for what he does and, and the passion that he puts into it is, kind of flows into every single member of staff that works there. Yeah, um, you know, and and, and it's, it's a real eye-opener and, and a breath of fresh air to experience that yeah. after after 30 years of may, maybe you know, somewhat negativity of the uh, whole label experience. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been great. It's been great. Yeah, Very positive. Indeed. Now, uh, excuse me, you mentioned there that um, it's a, a windy, rainy night in uh, in Brum. Uh, mm. So uh, I know that just uh, before we started this, uh, you're, uh, you're clutching it's uh, a nice uh, glass of uh, single malt. So, well, uh, it was. It's, it's empty. Oh, it's empty now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you're, yeah. you're waiting for us to shut up now, so you can go and so you can go and get another one. So, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. So are you, need for another one. <laughs> are you a single yeah, malt I, I connoisseur? Do, then are you? I, I do like my single malts. Yeah, you know, uh, I am a, a connoisseur of um, a nice, good. You know, you can't. You can never be a blended whiskey. Oh you know, no! That's that's, oh, yeah. that's 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 the evil. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be. An, 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 I mean, I've been I've been to Scotland a few times. I've been to a few distilleries and just seen the uh, the way that it's made yeah. and, and the, the, the products that are put in there and, and the taste yeah. that it, uh, it creates. It's yeah, purely a medicinal. Oh, purposes, obviously. Uh, you know. Yeah. But I've got the I've got these <laughs> lovely little things which are called like um, sandstone cubes ice cubes so you, basically they're little stone little cubes of stone sandstone right. yeah and you put them in the fridge in the freezer even and you freeze them right and you put them in your drink so yeah a little clink there yeah 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 and um it's like an ice cube but you doesn't water it down right yeah, it just adds the chill to it. So you freeze, you freeze it, it gets it colder, but it doesn't water it down. So that's that's a little touch of magic. That is wow. one of the best things that I've ever come across um, in the past thirty I'll, years. Well, <laughs> magical, <laughs> magical. I want to get an endorsement deal from these uh, sandstone <laughs> ice cube type malarkey things. They're fantastic. That clinking, that, yeah. you're making me want to have a drink now. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, we often, you know, kind of find ourselves in hotel bars, you know, <laughs> across the yeah the Europe and. 
quite often bump into the occasional bands that you know, most recently we bumped into the lads from Paradise Lost yeah. uh, before we played Vacan and uh, you know it's it's uh, yes please Mr. Bartender please <laughs> can you give me the most expensive single malt whiskey you <laughs> yeah. have off the top of your shelf and yeah you, you do come across some very yeah. nice like you know 18 year old um, uh, which probably cost about did, did you charge that shot. to Paradise Lost Bill then when you were drinking it <laughs> well, and Nick I Holmes thought, is paying thought, for it I, I tried yeah it's, that's never going to happen you know? <laughs> he's a true Yorkshireman so he's, uh, he's thrifty absolutely yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, never happen. But, yeah, I mean, it's, great, it's great I mean that's one thing that, uh, that's brilliant about what we're doing with Memorium is we're managing to touch base with a lot of friends within the industry and yeah. Yeah, outside of it that we've kind of lost touch with um, throughout the years yeah. and you know it's really very life affirming at this point in our lives when you do lose people you kind of tend to realise what's important that yes. is friendship yeah. and um, when you kind of re-establish those old, old bonds and um engage with people that you haven't seen for a long time yeah it's it's just really magical and uh, we just embracing every moment that we have doing this because yeah. you know who knows what is around the corner we, you know, yeah. we're just enjoying it for what it is yeah uh, how it is and having a marvelous time yeah absolutely absolutely well carl thanks very much for uh, taking the time out to chat to us here on the unchained rock show it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you uh, and i certainly look forward to uh, uh, catching up with you at bloodstock because i'll be covering bloodstock uh, so uh, hopefully Lovely. we'll be able to uh, grab uh, five minutes in the very small press tent round the back and uh, you never know i might walk you to the vip bar and i might treat you to a nice uh, a nice single scotch and pay festival I prices i will <laughs> hold you to that steve <laughs> Oh, definitely. I'll bring me own ice cubes. <laughs> indeed, indeed <laughs> it'll be yet. Carl, <laughs> Carl Willett's Sandstone Ice Stones. I can see it now. I can see the brand already. <laughs> indeed. Nice one, Steve. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, uh, my friend. And uh, we'll see. We'll see you at Bloodstock for sure. Definitely, Carl. Thanks very much, man.